I need to know everything Who in the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But act like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George I hop in the Porsche It's five and a horse I'm ready for war I'm coming for And we're live <laughs> We're here You know the funny thing is I always say we're live And I think after like Why the hell am I saying we're, we're not live <laughs> We're never live One day I hope to get there uh, We're not there yet So Anyways, are you, are you guys phones on silent? Yes Yeah, cool <clears throat> Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are here in the podcast studio. I am joined with my co-host, Alan Kantarevich, and we have our lovely agent, Victoria Monga. Is that how you pronounce your last name? It is, yeah. Oh, Monga? Mm-hmm. Monga, but Monga. that's Monga. close. Nice. Um, yeah, so dude, we're happy to have you here. Thank you for I'm having me. I'm happy to have you here. I'm excited. Uh, you've been here more often, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like... Hey, we're seeing Victoria here now every single day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Putting in the work. I'm just doing the work. Putting the work in, man. Dude, that's good. That's good. So uh, how are things been going? How you, how you been doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? Doing really well, yeah. How do you, how'd you like yesterday? Oh, my God. I love it every time. I yeah. get so excited. It's fun. So we went out yesterday, and we were doing film training yeah. for the agents, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start to focus more on giving you guys some tools you guys can use on your own mm-hmm. when it comes to marketing and self-promotion. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like learning how to film the right way is, is, is huge, especially yeah. right now. Yeah. So we're doing uh, some training on video editing coming up next week, right? So we're offering here in the team. Um, and then because we have so much equipment, you know, we're like, hey, we should use this and get these guys comfortable with using it. So, yeah. so you guys are doing that now. So I'm pretty pumped. It's nice. I I love it. I feel like I'm actually doing something. I'm getting myself to that next level. And she's good. <laughs> I'm a natural. <clears throat> I watched no. her videos yesterday. Man, she is getting really, really good. <laughs> Dude, that TikTok stuff, I, I cannot, like, I still don't know how to use it. I mean, I'm sure if I tried it, I could figure it out. But I just, I don't have the, I don't want to. Yeah. <coughs> I, I was the same way. I feel like my brain is already at capacity. I have, I have no bandwidth for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many new things. Oh, my gosh. I just can't keep up. But you jumped on there, and you have a TikTok now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I saw the video you made. That was pretty dope. It was really good, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you yeah. do all that from your phone? Yeah. Yeah, I got the new 12, and it's amazing with filming. It looks really good. And um, same thing. I didn't know what I was doing. The first one I posted, I was, like, breathing in it. Running around, <laughs> breathing a little hard, and the second one, um, yeah, I was able to get the music in and fast forward it and cover more ground. Yeah, so that kind of stuff we're gonna go over in in they call it post production. Mm-hmm. We'll be using Adobe Premiere Pro, and I'm like, man, am I teaching like outdated shit? Because <laughs> these guys are doing it on their their phones, like. But I, I I mean I feel like just to understand it, you know, the basic concepts, mm-hmm. we're gonna go over it, which is pretty cool. But uh, we're happy to have you here today, okay? And I'll tell you why. Because you moved over here a few months back, mm-hmm. right? You joined the team. You came from another brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, the other brokerage is a good brokerage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you came here now, and we talked in the interview when you came. You know, Alan and I were like, hey, <clears throat> what are some things that you want to work on? What are some things that you feel like you're you're missing out on? Um, and I wanted to go over that with you today and kind of chat. Like, number one, I want to make sure that we're fulfilling our promises, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that you guys are getting the support that you need. Um, and I do feel like it's great for the audience to see that yeah. and yeah. other agents and other brokerages, because you and I both know there are a ton out there that promise a lot of shit oh, and, yeah. and they never execute and they over promise and under deliver constantly. Typically. Right? Yeah. Constantly. So, uh, that's the purpose of this podcast. We want to make sure people are getting inspired, being motivated, and also other teams and mm-hmm. agents can 
you know, start to be challenged to step their game up, mm -hmm. right? And then do what the hell they say they're going to do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, t talk to us about your experience so far over here. Like, how's it been? God, night and day. It's been amazing. Um, like every agent says, right, the energy, you just yeah. walk in and everyone's working. Everyone's working on something or learning something. And it's been nice to watch. And everyone's so inviting to help help you. You know, Jen, I sit in and listen to her. Brandon, you know, he's just Brandon. So, you know, Brendan, right? Brandon. He's just killing it. Yeah, you, you could you could confuse the two before, but now we have a Brandon here. So yep. you yeah. can't. It's got to be Brandon or Brandon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then um, just the support with both of you guys, you know, with the videoing with you and offers with Alan and how to, you know, lock things up. It's, it's whole different. It's 100% different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have a ton of support here. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And well, the whole team, the mm -hmm. whole team is just extremely supportive and they mm -hmm. all want to watch each other get to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fun. So talk to us about um, what made you want to do real estate? Because you've been a real estate agent now for how many years? Uh, this is only my, so October is one whole full year. Oh, full so, year. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. First, first oh. year. Mm -hmm. so oh, I'm so nice. pretty new. One year in. Mm -hmm. one, one year in. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, so how's it been? I mean, since it was everything you hoped for? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they said it was going to be fun. No, no, no. It's not fun. No, it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work just to learn and to know what you're doing and to earn people's trust, really. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a journey. Yeah. What were you doing before this? Um, well, I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. And um, after my husband passed, I obviously started working. Um, my first job was at Walmart overnights, you know, pushing carts and doing it. God, like to think back. I couldn't believe. I remember pushing carts at midnight. Like, this is not going to be my life. You know, this can't be. Um, and I did that for a little bit. And then I also served tables at uh, Texas Roadhouse for a little bit. That was fun. Met a lot of people. But um, while I was doing um, Walmart overnights, I was studying real estate 3 a.m. on my break, you know, hitting the books. I never knew that story. Me neither. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Kind of. Learning more and more about Victoria every day. Yeah, look at look at. <laughs> I mean, look at how your life could change. You know what I mean? Like your career. You just had to put in the, the put in the work. Like, yeah. and anybody can do this. Yeah. Right. Like I hear people say all the time, "I'm thinking about doing real estate." Mm -hmm. Right. Don't and think. Then, do it. This is the thing that we'll have these conversations where people will hit me up and they'll tell me, mm -hmm. and and it, I think to the, the average Joe, they would look at them and think, "There's no way you could be a real estate agent," right? But we have these conversations and. They'll say, "Oh yeah, I've been wanting to do real estate for a while now." And I was, "Okay, cool, that's cool." And they're like, "They're like, I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna be uh, pretty cool because I can just do it part time, mm -hmm. you know, for a while, like a side hustle. Then eventually I'll get going full time." And that's the one thing that I always look at and say, "No, you're not gonna be a good agent then, right? It's not gonna work for you mm -hmm. because that's not that's not how it works. Like if you want to be successful, successful real estate agent, you do have to put in the work and you got to put in the full time hours." Mm -hmm. I made you that know. mistake my first year. I was still serving tables, trying to, you know, get a little extra income, do real estate. But once real estate started picking up, I quit that job. Yeah. yeah you have, you, to, saw you that. have to be all in. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a, a career where you have to be all in. You can't have one foot in, one foot out. You can't have another another job and play real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're getting texts and emails about listings and showings as I'm serving tables. I'm like, I can't do this. Yep. Yeah. No. That's cool because... You, like, I feel like right now you are full-time now, and you are because we're seeing you here every single day, mm -hmm. and you're putting in the work, and, and I do feel like that's usually when you start to see that 
huge change, you mm-hmm. know, a shift, you know, before I had conversations with top producing agents and, and when I first started, they'd be like, oh, dude, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Watch in a few months. You're going to hit those months where you get 30, 40, 50,000 dollar paychecks, you know, and I'm like, wow, really? Like, is that is that really what happens when you work like this? Because I'm not feeling it. I'm working my <laughs> ass off and I'm not, not making money. Like, when when does it eventually, you know, happen? And it happened. And when it happened, I was like, oh, wow. Like, like I, I feel like not surprised because I was putting in the work, but it, it feels good that that was true. Like, those mm-hmm. conversations weren't just bullshit to pump yep. you up. Like, oh, be here every day and eventually, you know, you, you'll get paid. And it really happened. And when it happened for me, I was like, wow, it really is life-changing money, you know. Yeah. But people miss out on that two, three, four, five, six months of just working your ass off, you know, mm-hmm. not having money in your account, figuring out ways to make money but not compromising your schedule, mm-hmm. you know, with real estate, not picking up another job because you have to. Literally just working your fucking ass off and eventually it it happens, right? Yep. We've seen people on the team who have tried, 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 and, and they failed and people that we know and – we think like, well, the commitment wasn't there. It yeah. wasn't there. You're right. You can't play real estate. Correct. You cannot play real estate. You have to be estate. all in. All in. You have to live it and breathe it. When you get home, wherever you're at, whether you're on vacation or anywhere, take your laptop with you, for example. Mm-hmm. If you have a client give you a call, they want to make an offer, you better make sure to put that offer in right away. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be playing real estate or you don't want to be at, a, at, an, at another part-time or full-time job. Mm-hmm. And then your client calls you and goes, hey, I want to go look at a home. Yeah. You're like, well, let me wait until I get off work at 5. Yeah. Host th- 10 p.m. No. <laughs> yeah. By that time, that home will be gone. Like, yeah. come on now. Right now. Yeah. Right now, especially. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. now, especially. <laughs> yeah. It's time where you need, like, literally a full-time agent, like, more than a full-time agent. You need, like, an agent who's constantly on the go mm-hmm. and constantly available for you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I do feel like the agents here understand that yep. you know and the ones who don't they're learning right now mm-hmm. that they need to start really learning that and understanding it and living by that because mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get those learning lessons and those failures and they'll keep happening if you don't do that if you don't commit you mm-hmm. have you'll have the clients who find another agent you know mm-hmm. and you'll be like i thought you were waiting for me to get out of work like they're not <laughs> waiting for you to get out of work you gotta, you gotta be there for them yeah. right yeah um and 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 it's good because we're growing because of that you know we got a second location that we're starting right now in draper yep um, is that is that is that um, exclusive right now? That was the first time I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really. Yeah. No. So we are. So so we're growing the company. We've been talking about it for months, and we got an opportunity. We're going to take it. And you know, Brendan, one of our agents, already moved in. He took an office already, and wow. yeah, and we're going to start filling up space there and just bringing more people on board, and um, which is good. And hopefully, we'll start moving up north. And uh, but yeah, I mean, the team is growing. You know, and it's because yeah. of that mentality, because of that dedication, that commitment to real estate, to their clients, to their. Mm-hmm to each other, you know, we're such a, a strong team when we're together, you know what I mean? So uh, it's really good. I'm happy to have you here to, to experience that, you know, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, it's, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. We don't want you going back to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back to Walmart. <laughs> yeah, we want to get you there. So tell me about you, you know, where are you from? Because you're not from Utah, right? Where were you born? Where were you raised at? Born and raised in San Diego, California. Um, lived there for 24 years. That's amazing. I miss it so much. I love San Diego. San Diego native. That's pretty cool. I love it. Charger fan. My well, favorite. Used to be. My favorite city in California, actually. Yeah. It's America's finest city. There we go. <laughs> no wonder I love it. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, I lived there until I was 24. And then when I was 24, I um, it was during the whole, you know, meltdown. And I was doing uh, loan modifications at Wells Fargo. 
obviously got laid off. Everyone was laid off. My sister was going to school in North Dakota. She was uh, playing softball. And she was like, come up here, go back to school. We have a great program for uh, diversity. Come up. I moved up the next week. And, Were you playing uh, softball too? Not at the time. Although I have played softball for about 10, 11 years of my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, not not now. <laughs> <laughs> Throw out my bag or something. No. Um, so I lived up there for a few years, went to school, met my husband, got married, had a baby, did all that thing, you know, that whole yeah. stuff. And then he was originally from here, born and raised, and um, so we moved down here. So well, he continued to work up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What was he doing? Was he on the, on the oil? Oil field, oil yeah. He was, a, he was a well-known, everyone knew him up there, big shot. But, uh, yeah, oil field. Um, he was on a schedule four weeks on, two weeks off. So he'd come home for two weeks every four weeks. So, yeah, I stayed down here, held on the house, and raised my daughter. And, and your daughter's how old now? She'll be seven next month. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> you're Time so flies. funny because the other day I was here, and everyone's, like, joking around and, <laughs> and hanging out right here in front of the, the cubicles, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, my daughter's here. And I'm like, where? And she's like, right there. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> she's like, under, right under the desk. Under, under your desk. She's like a little home, like, under the desk. Yeah. <laughs> a she has a blanket, floor. a little setup. <laughs> yeah, her iPad, snacks. <laughs> You can't even hear her or anything. That's good, but look at the commitment, man. She's, like, bringing her kid here and, like, yep. putting in work. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, all mm-hmm. these fucking excuses I hear constantly drive me nuts. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I have my kid. I can't come into work today. Dude, bring them here. Like, yeah. you're just making calls. Like, come put yourself in the environment. Mm-hmm. So, it's good that you're doing that, and we love that. Like, yeah. today, Alyssa, one of our agents, yep. you know, call training, came at 8 a.m., yep. brought her daughter. Cool. We do call training with the daughter in the room. How cool is that? Right? Like, we love that kind of stuff. Like, that's commitment. Yeah. We just want commitment. And the best part of all, too, her daughter will start, will get in and engage as well and comment. No. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. That's yeah. cute. That's, cool. that's cute. <laughs> so, you came here, you're, you're back in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I understand that your husband's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have to go into that, you know, if, if you don't want to. Um, but what was your motivation to do real estate? Was it just pushing cars at midnight at Walmart? I mean, do you have any, like, inspirations, people that you knew who were doing it? I mean, how did that that all work out? So, funny story. Actually, um, my ninth grade, I don't know what class it was, but we had to do a when we're older poster. What are we going to be? And I did one um, as a real estate agent in in ninth grade. In ninth grade. In ninth grade. So I think I kind of manifested um, my position here. But um, I got that idea from my uncle. He's um, amazing. He's more like a father to me in San Diego. He did real estate. He's doing real estate still for about 25, 30 years. He has his own broker down there, brokerage. And um, just growing up, seeing him pretty much be successful. He was so giving, and his family had a nice life, and um, he was able to provide nice home, everything. And I just seen that and was like, wow, that, that's what I want, you know? So ever since then, um, I guess it was kind of always stuck in my head. I obviously changed career paths down the road. I wanted to be a nurse, which I'm terrible with blood and <laughs> math and conversions. Like, um, so, so yeah, after my um, husband passed, I literally was like, what am I going to do? I'm a, I have no skill. Every job I was applying for was like five years experience. Um, just things I didn't have, you know, I didn't work for a few years. So the thought of real estate came back in my head and I was actually talking to a good friend of mine back in San Diego. He also does real estate. 
And he's like, what are you waiting for? It was like that thing. I'm thinking about doing real estate. And he's like, what, what, what are you thinking about? Do you have the money to buy your classes? Yeah. Do you have a computer? Yes. Do you have um, internet? Yes. Do you have a vehicle? Yes. Then what are you waiting for? And then so that next day I booked my classes, started studying. Um, Walmart, I was already enrolled at that time. It was just more of like the hunger to hurry up and get it done, like study in between my breaks and study in the morning, study before. Yeah, kind of pushed me. Was Was it a challenge for you? Oh, yeah. I felt like Cinderella. You know, I had this great life and I was living so comfortably. And then here I am, the dead of winter, freezing, pushing carts, crying. You <laughs> this need is not that. my life. You need that. It was that, terrible. That, that rock bottom, that rock bottom, I swear, is the best thing for so many people. It was. You know? It was. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do this the rest of my life. Mm-mm. So really pushed through it. And yeah. So Here you took your, your schooling online. Was it all online? Did you do the mm-hmm. in-person classes at all? No, I did Stringham yeah. online. Yeah. I did the Stringham too. You did it too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a great school. Yeah. It is. It's did you guys so, so nice. pass the first time? I did. I did not. Alan did no, not. No. <laughs> I did not. not. Did. Wow. First time I actually failed it. Failed both. No way. Yeah, you have two. I missed it by, what, two points, actually. First time I failed it. Second time I passed one of them. Third time I passed the other one. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. My favorite number is three. <gasps> That's my cousin's favorite number. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but we're here. We're here. Here we are. We yeah, made no, it. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I passed it the first try. So I gave myself one one try. Mentally, I told myself, okay, you know what? You're gonna try this as hard as you can, right? I was making a huge career change. Mm-hmm. Like Alan got me introduced to it. Yeah. You know, I said, okay, I'm gonna do it. So I opened the book, and I'm not a book learner, right? And so doing the book alone, following along with the videos, was very challenging for me. Yeah. And my wife would look at me every day, and I'm just like, just in hell like listening to his videos like like (laughs) eight hours a day right i would sometimes i couldn't get it done in the morning i had my other priorities Mm -hmm. and so i would end up going to um uh the coffee joint right over here sunset yep Mm -hmm. sunset Sunset cafe sunset beautiful coffee spot i love that place right and they're open till like two or three in the morning Mm -hmm. so yeah so i would go there every night and just use their wi-fi until like two in the morning and just get the get, get, get my schooling done right and so i eventually got the schooling done, and, I, and then I took the test with the school, and I passed it, and I told myself, okay, you only have one chance here. You know you tried your hardest, like the, the, the hardest. You, the, I could try no harder. Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. So if I failed the first try, I was like, fuck it. It's not for me. Like, I'm just going to – that's it. I'm going to give it my all. Mm-hmm. I did it, and I passed. I was so happy when I passed. When, when the lady told me, like, she's like, okay, which brokerage are you choosing to go with? And I'm like, wait, I passed? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, surprisingly, like – not a lot of people do the first try. She's like, and you passed. I was the same way. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I like grabbed it and they could hear me in the elevator screaming. I'm all, yeah, as loud as I can. <laughs> like running down the hallways, right? So it's the best feeling it's in the, the world. It's the best feeling. Like. It's the best feeling, right? And especially for somebody like me who's, I'm not a book learner, right? I dropped out of school in the 10th grade, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been that kind of person. Um, so for me, I was like, oh my God, that was insane. Like I could actually do it. I just had to work my ass off. Mm-hmm. And Alan's known me my whole life. That's how I've always been. So, I mean, I got it. And then I knew eventually I'd be successful doing real estate. Um, and we would build a company. Like, I knew that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but just knowing that I could actually do it and get my license, I'm like, you know what? Anybody can do this shit. They just have to be committed, mm-hmm. you know? And I was at my lowest at that point. Like, I was, I did not like my life. I hated my, my company that I had. I was just not happy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like who I was becoming. And I can see, you know, you working at Walmart, pushing carts at 12 o'clock at night is probably the best thing that could ever happen. Yeah, sadly. You know? Sadly, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. And there's so many people right now who are in that same position who are like, and I'm telling you guys, you know, just make the fucking jump. You have nothing yeah. to lose. Like, you know, before, like, I, I, I used to do room service. And before that, I was a waiter. Mm-hmm. And transitioning from that into real estate, mm-hmm. once you get a little feel for it and a little taste, you're like, I don't want to ever go back. Yeah. Same thing with you. You know, yeah. you don't want to go back to pushing carts. No. You never want to go back. Uh-uh. Yeah, use, yeah. That, use that to drive you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Use that to motivate you. Yeah. That's, why, that's when I started telling myself, like, I cannot fail at real estate. There's, like, there's no option of failing, like. I'm not coming back. You can't fail at life. No. There's no exception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No compromising. Yep. Yeah. No absolutely. Compromising. But but now you're here every day, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was a time that you were like kind of part time still. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was getting used to being different because I knew this was different. You know, like I would come in and not to say like I felt like you guys were like too good for me you know like you guys are on a whole nother level here we go here we go a whole nother level self-worth bullshit so i had a kind of transition to like making myself just as good as you guys you know like so which is obviously coming in and doing the work and Mm -hmm. and the reality is you are who you hang out with you Mm -hmm. are who you hang out with exactly and i told myself this last year i was like i the next people i work with Mm -hmm. i want to work with people that own million dollar homes drive million or not million dollar cars but hundred thousand dollar cars and that's where i'm at you know because i could see your guys's hunger and that's you know i want that too i like nice things yeah of course like <laughs> i love our parking lot we have the range we have the mclaren we have the lambos we have every car out there when it comes down to it i love it when it comes down to it, i feel like our team is just we work our asses off mm-hmm. but we want to treat ourselves too mm-hmm. Yeah, RP gave a, a class the other day. Remember, and he was he said something that stood out to me because I used to battle with that, you know, in the in the past where I'm like, oh, I don't want to uh, get caught up with a, a high payment for mm-hmm. for a car or anything like that, and and it prevented me from you know making large purchases, and it does that for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. And and he's like, you don't look at it that way. You have to look at it like you're rewarding yourself, you know, and driving a nice car is you rewarding yourself daily like you get to wake up and drive your really nice car you gotta pay yourself first yeah and so i like that i'm like hey that's you know m- you know my, my one of our good friends matt he would always talk about that he always had very nice vehicles at a young age and he hustled and worked his ass off and he would always tell us like hey man you know if you buy something really expensive and really nice it makes you hustle so much harder mm-hmm. because you don't want to leave that you don't want to lose that you want to work your ass off he's mm-hmm. like so i always buy a really nice house buy really nice cars because it just makes me want to work that much harder to be able to afford that lifestyle and, and it's one thing to hear it, but when you actually do it and you feel it and you live that and you're driving a nice car and you have a nice suit and you feel good and your image is on mm-hmm. point, like it makes you perform that much better in your career and in life. Well, it forces you to go out of your, your, to go out of your comfort zone at the end of the day. Like it forces you to grow instead yeah. of just kind of coasting through life going, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, cool. Showtime. Mm-hmm. I got to step my game up. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I felt, you know, when I started coming in, I'm like, I need to step, I need to be like, oops, I need to be like them, you know, I need to be, yeah. You gotta be here. Yeah, I gotta be here. You gotta here. be here. Yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> absorb these, these energies and these vibes, you know, and, yep. and make myself Yeah, that, better. Yeah, you are, she's here. That's so every good. Day. I know, I, we, we were talking about that, you know, I think it was last week, we're like, it's so good to see Victoria here every single day. Like, <laughs> right? I mean, we're not bullshitting. Either. She was like, here last, well, maybe what, three, four days ago, I think it was, maybe eight. 8, 9 p.m.? Oh, yeah, 9 p.m. I loved it. Oh, yeah, working. Yeah. I came by from a meeting and came by. She was here with the client and the lender. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it was 
Nice. It was like 8 or 9 p.m. Yeah, I love working. it, too. It feels good. You know, it's rewarding to know that I could, I mean, be available for somebody at that time. It's nice. Yeah, because the reality is people have work, you know? Yeah, yeah, they have lives. And, you know, like if, if you're able to meet with them later on in the evening, mm-hmm. 7, 8, 9, even 10, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a service, you know, doing them good. And that's what it is, and I feel like a lot of people forget that because they're, they're salespeople. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you are a salesman, but you're also you're you're in the service industry. You're mm-hmm. providing a service all the way through, mm-hmm. you know, to closing, and and that's part of it. You know, you have to make yourself available when most people are not mm-hmm. going to be willing to do that. Yeah. So that that's good. And again, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, right? Um, and I always like to, you know, I, I constantly put a lot of emphasis on that because um, there are agents out there who just they don't have that mentorship. They don't have that somebody to look up to, to know what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. how hard you're supposed to work, you know, and so they'll be doing real estate. And we had somebody who signed up just recently, you know, signed up. They came on board with the team and we saw a lot of potential in them, but we knew it was going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And and we're like, you know what? They have potential. They just need someone to kind of model their schedule after mm-hmm. who's doing who's doing very well yeah, and guide them. Yeah. And guide them. And, and there's a lot of people who are in real estate, but they don't have that person to model themselves after. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like, well, do I clock out at five? Like I, I did put 40 hours in this week, right? Or do I clock out at six? And like, mm-hmm. they don't really know. Yeah. Right. And, and so they come here and they meet people like you and meet people mm-hmm. like Brendan and, and Jen and other people who are here morning tonight. And mm-hmm. Sunday is like another Monday to them, you know, yep. and they're like, Oh my God, like it requires a lot. Yeah. You know, to be successful and to be able to produce at this high level. So it's good, you know, and I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that most people here in the team are, you know, either they already have that that mentality and they understand that schedule, that commitment, or they're molding them, themselves to become that person. And, you know, we have that new agent who just started and and he's he's he's, he's learning. He's uh-huh. seeing that. And it's cool because we're seeing him every day. And, yep. uh-huh. you know, it's like, hey, that's cool, man. Like He's getting just better and better yeah, and better we know, every day. We know he's going to we know he's going to kill it. And, oh, yeah. and oh, people. Yeah. Al and I would look at people, agents, and we'd be like, oh, we know they got what it takes. We know they're going to kill it. They just need to do this one thing, mm-hmm. right? And they themselves don't even realize that. Like, It's typically a little It's a little tweak, mm-hmm. a little, you know, two-degree mm-hmm. you know, change when it comes down to it. Yeah. Tweak that little thing, it takes off. Yeah. It really does. So you being here every single day, you're going to see that. Yeah, you're going to see that. And you're going to have those months where it's like, holy shit, I got, I got seven or eight closings this month, and you're going to make some life-changing money. Yeah. It happens, right? It happens to everybody who commit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but so, so tell me about you and your personal life. I mean, you have your two, your two step, stepsons, right? Mm-hmm. I have and two you, stepsons, you yeah. have your daughter. Daughter. And then are you are you dating right now? Are you not dating right now? I mean, you're here full time, so I'm like, I don't think she's dating right now. <laughs> uh, um, You know, <laughs> no. No. I'm open to it, but, open. but no, um, no one right now. Mm-hmm. No. I'm on the market like a house. There you go. Fo- focus <laughs> on you. Not going to last long. No. <laughs> focus on you, man. Focus yeah. on your business. Ex- yeah, you know, exactly. Focus on your business. And I am. Tell me what the hell it's like in North Dakota. Oh, like, man. what is it? Is it like, is it all flat? Is it like rolling hills? Is there mount- are there mountains? I've never been in North Dakota. It's flatter than a Fernando. Really? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You came here from North Dakota? Yeah, she was yeah. living in North Dakota. I didn't know that. I thought you came from San Diego. I moved from San Diego <clears throat> to North Dakota when I was 24. Went up there, did school for a little bit. Um, met my husband. Actually, another thing, too, we did. We had a food truck up there. My husband got laid off for like a year. We had to make money. We had to find a way. And um, yeah, we 
bought a truck. He renovated it. We started up Polynesian food up there. Nobody knew what it was. Like, what is this? And uh, we ran a food truck. But, of course, we could only do it in the summer because it was so cold in the winter. Negative 20 almost every day. Oh, wow. Wow. Wind chills. It's it's cold. Nothing to do. Everything's booked. Um, gymnastics for my daughter. We could never get her in. Just a small town. It's five-mile radius. The biggest store you have in town is Walmart. <laughs> I was curious. Are you planning on moving back? No. <laughs> I don't even back. want to visit. My sister still lives up there, and I'm like trying to get her to come down here to visit because I'm like, there's no way. Wow. It's, just, it's never terrible. been. I wouldn't know. Me neither. I probably never, never will go either. I don't know. I'm just. Don't I'm do just it. There's nothing up there. I mean, it's crazy. The mall is like as big as Walmart, I swear. There's the mall. That's like the go-to place. <laughs> I would go insane. There. Yeah, small towns. But yeah. you're from a big town. I mean, San yeah. Diego's big huge. Big city. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure it was a shock to go over there. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. And the weather difference. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So Utah's like a little mixture of both. It is, mm-hmm. and it's my perfect medium, my perfect balance between the city life and the Midwest um, small kind of, mount, I don't know what you'd call it, um, country, country yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. So where are you living at right now? Are, are you here in the Salt Lake Valley, or where, where do you stay at? I'm in Bluffdale. Bluffdale, mm-hmm. nice. So, yeah, um, I lived with my in-laws for a while after my husband passed. They took me in, took me and my daughter in, completely rent-free, Good. let me really get on my feet with, you know, real estate and catch up on everything. And so I was able to get on my feet, you know, do what, do what I was meant to do. And now we just uh, got our own little place. Yeah. It's nice. So you're making it happen. Yeah. You're I'm making I'm it happen. The growth, you know, yeah. steps, baby steps. So I, I want to touch on this because I feel like it's important. Mm-hmm. And this is a real, real podcast, mm-hmm. right? I do want to ask you, and I know it's a sensitive topic, you know, your husband, you know, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. But I mean, were you, was he the provider, the main provider in the family? Oh, yeah. So you were the stay at home mom for, for, for a long time. Yeah. I mean, Explain to me the shift that you had to go through mentally when it's like, hey, I'm, he's no longer here. I have to do something if I want to maintain this lifestyle and support my family. I mean, I mean, what the hell goes through your head? I mean, and I'm only saying that because there are people who watch our podcast and a lot of them are dealing with stuff like this, you know, and maybe you can provide some, you know, some nugget, right, that, that would help them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so what the hell was that like? I mean. So, um, you know, the, the, the moment I knew he was no longer with us, um, I literally looked at my sister-in-law and I was like, what the bleep do I do? What, what do I do? Like, how am I supposed to take care of? Like, I felt like just completely my life changed, you know. Like, I, I did not know what to do. I didn't know the first step. I didn't know. Yeah, my husband took care of us. He made the money. He's bringing in, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. We had a nice life. And to transition from that just being completely cut off, you know, we didn't have life insurance. Um, our savings wasn't, you know, very large. We, you know, we splurged. We went on vacations and we bought nice things. Um, so, you know, it, it, I was in shock for a long time. Um, finally, I think around February, so he passed away in December, February was when that, that clock started ticking in my head. Like I need to figure something out like now, you know? And, um, so were you, were you just, uh, were you just living on savings at that time? Were you just, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Living on savings uh, with my in-laws. Um, 
and somebody once told me I have a hustle bone, right? <laughs> so I felt that that hustle bone kind of coming back where I'm like, I need to do something for myself, something for my daughter, something that's long lasting, something that's a career. I'm not going to go and, you know, work a little here, work a little here. I wanted to really invest whatever I was going to do, make it big. So, um, yeah, getting my license was, I guess, always in the back of my head. Yeah. Now it's time to put it to full effect and make it actually happen. So it is so it's literally been a, a year since he, he's left us. Two, two, two years. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Two years. two years Christmas night. Wow. Christmas yeah. Night. So, but yeah, this year has been completely different. I'm ready. Like, you know, my first year was healing. Yeah. My, now my second year, I'm like, let's, let's get this. I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah. Time is, is so valuable. It is. And when you lose somebody close to you, it really makes you see that. You know, because you never know. It's just like, boom, they're yeah. gone. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Life's short, man. Yeah. Like, what you the never fuck? Know. Yeah. Yeah. I've lost people, you know, that I know. And, and I'm every time I, I, I hear that, like, oh, this person is no longer here. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like it does not register. It yeah. doesn't. Like you know? a few days ago, actually, I found a buddy of mine I went to junior high with. Passed away. I'm not sure if you guys heard about that shooting that just happened in West Valley. Oh, no. Yeah, I just found out last week. I'm actually, the, tomorrow is the, the funeral. I think today or tomorrow is the funeral. I have to, I have to double check. Holy oh, shit. tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow. Holy shit. Crazy, because you never know. At the end of the day, yeah. life is short. It's way short. One day short. you're here, one day you're not. And you, have to, you, can't take it, you can't ever take it for granted. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't waste your time. Mm -mm. You can't waste your time. And one of those things Alan and I talked about constantly, and we have been for a while, and Alan mm -hmm. came to the realization <laughs> just recently, and I'm so happy, and I got to share it because – so I've been, uh, you know, I've had a, a life coach, and I don't like that fucking term, life coach, because everybody, God, every fucking person is a life coach. And yeah. it, it does get to me. It's like, this person, life coach, I wouldn't trust this person to, to, like, I wouldn't trust them to do anything. I wouldn't trust them to pump my fucking gas. I'm like, <laughs> my life. Okay? But the reason why I'm saying that is because there's so many people who use that term, and I wish there was another one that could kind of separate the two. Uh -huh. But, you know, the person that I've seen, her name is Catherine Dixon, um, and this lady's, dude, Something else like this lady's She's on tapped a, in a whole other level, yeah, yeah. Right? a whole other level. Yeah, yeah. I just met with her what last week. Yeah, so oh so I introduced God. Alan to her, and she's you cannot just call her and schedule an appointment, right? Mm -hmm. She'll send you to one of her coaches that she mentors, and, and um, and then you go through them. But you know, to get to her is like, don't squander that opportunity. You know, and I tell people that who I've introduced them, you know, to her, uh -huh. and the ones who have taken it have always been like, whoa, like dude, I know exactly what I got to do right you now. Were saying that the other day. I actually yeah. came to yeah. the office after my appointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it literally. Was like, it was like a shift. Yeah, yep. he was like, whoa, whoa. Yep. Just mind blown. Yep. Yeah. And we, we, we were making changes based on that, you know, and, and, and the experience that you had and the experience that I've been having for years. I've been seeing her for seven, like seven years now, 2013, 2014, I started seeing her. Yeah. Um, so a long time I've been seeing her. And uh, she has changed and improved my life dramatically. And uh, Alan just started seeing her too. And I would recommend anybody, you know, who's looking to level up, mm -hmm. right, with themselves personally, financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that stuff, right? Leveling up. And if they need help to speak to somebody who's qualified, <laughs> right, <laughs> not not your neighbor's sister who's like, you know, just got out of high school or just went through a breakup <laughs> and all of a sudden they know yeah. everything. So yep. come on. Yeah. So, so I'm saying, you know, use people like that to help you. There's a lot of people out there who are hugely massively successful who mm -hmm. always usually goes back to you know uh, they attribute their success to a mentor or a coach who's mm -hmm. helped them you know navigate issues that 
for in, re- in reality are not even issues, but people who are dealing with it, they say you cannot see the picture when you're in the frame. Like mm-hmm. those people, they just don't know how to get out of those issues and problems. And, and, you know, one of the things she's taught me over time was never compromise. You know, that's always helped me when I lived in that do not compromise mentality. Mm-hmm. And Alan, you know, he's been there here and there for a while, but you came to that realization. I mean, what the hell happened? I mean, in your head, I mean, I just realized I've been compromising a little bit too much lately <clears throat> and um, just t- decided no more compromising. You know, I will, I will not compromise our vision and what, or what, what, what we're doing for anybody at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I came down to yeah, no more compromising. Like, I don't really have a whole lot to really add to yeah. it. Yeah. I know you don't I, want to, <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you know, when you compromise and I saw this post, somebody put up in it resonated with me it was a video and this guy was saying and he's one of them i believe he said something along the lines of um the more you you compromise um with people Mm -hmm. then the less they respect you over time Mm. right and it's so true Mm -hmm. that happened it happens it happens it happened a lot of people are dealing with with it right now and they just need to really sit down and meditate on are they really being true to themselves? Because when you compromise, you're the only one that suffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying compromise like you and the wife on dinner, like who's going to give oh, up yeah. what. I'm, I'm talking about real compromises, right? Mm-hmm. Where you like putting your, your finances in jeopardy for people. You're putting your time, your mental well-being in jeopardy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Right? You cannot, And especially if you're self-employed, you know, then you really take a hit if you're compromising. You know what I mean? Your business could be in jeopardy if you're compromising for other people. It's fucking crazy, right? Too many people do that. Yeah. And it it is a blessing that you were able to overcome that challenge that you went through, which is like one of the worst things that could fucking happen to you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And you're here, you're smiling, you're happy, you're coming to work every day. Like, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to commend you for that, dude. That's a, that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, dude, a lot of huge yeah. respect. Like, I couldn't even imagine going through all that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're happy to have you here, Victoria. We, we, we are so excited to see you succeed. Um, I mean, there's just so much energy that's here. And when you're here and you're adding to that, like it's just such a, an awesome mix. You know, everybody loves you here. Um, and I just think you're going to be really successful. You know, so we're happy to have you here. Um, Alan, do you have any uh, words of motivation for Victoria while she moves into this full-time endeavor 24-7, living in the building with her daughter under the <laughs> desk. Just keep on grinding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, just keep on grinding, keep putting in the work, um, and it, it will pay off. I can promise you that. You know, I've done it. He's done it. I've, I know multiple people that have done it. And when you know what it takes, mm-hmm. just follow it, do it, yeah. and you'll look back at this a year, two, three from now, and go, holy shit, I made it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I look forward to looking back. So, Victoria, let's give you a plug. What is your TikTok name? Because you just set it up, what, yesterday? Two days ago? Yes. Super uh, new. What is the What is the name? It's uh, Victoria Utah's Realtor. Victoria Utah's Realtor on TikTok. Uh-huh. And then what about your Instagram? Victoria Utah's Realtor. Okay, good branding. And <laughs> you, then what about your go. Facebook? <laughs> and my YouTube. Uh, all of them? Same Victoria one? Utah's Realtor. Uh-huh. Victoria Utah's Realtor. Yeah. Look her up on YouTube, you guys. She just started hustling on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, you have cool videos that are coming out. Uh-huh. Um, beautiful home tours um, for anybody looking to buy or sell. And they are loving Victoria. Give her a call. Victoria, what's your number? 
619-746-3410. Still got that Cali number. <laughs> I know, I do. It's nice. Yeah, no, that's cool. Well, dude, thank you for thank you for coming in, spending time with us. Alan, thank you so yeah. much, bro, for sitting in and, and, and chilling with us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Cool. Thank cool. you. <laughs> I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George, I hop in the Porsche, five and a